I'll be something, right? I mean, <laughs> you won't be able to ignore me wherever the hell, even if it's under the bridge next to your house. It's like, who's the crazy guy bantering under the bridge? <laughs> Wasn't that the guy I heard on Harry's podcast like six months yeah, ago? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So last uh, question, since we're in turn the tables mode, I'm going to turn it one more, turn it around one more time on you. It's uh, 60, seconds, right, 60, 60 seconds or less. Brendan, what is the meaning of life? Oh, I love this. You hit me with my own question. The meaning of life is... Podcast Junkies, episode 94. Welcome back, one and all, to the Podcaster's Voice Conversations Weekly with some really interesting podcasters lately. And I think the combination of the person I had on last week, Tom Webster, the podcaster I had on last week, not just a person, he's a podcaster. And this week's uh, Brendan Beecham is really opposite ends of the spectrum. In case you missed it, Tom is the VP for Edison Research. He's also a co-host of the Marketing Companion. And uh, I really was interested in getting him on the show because I know that he is chock full of information. He's got tons of experience in the broadcasting industry. He's got the stats down for what's happening with podcasting. Um, and this is something that they do across all broadcasting mediums, not just podcasting, but they do research for elections. So this guy really knows the stats. We deep dove on a lot of topics. I wish we had more time, but uh, we had a hard stop and I tried to get out of him as much as I could, as I could, and I wanted him to speak as as long as he could. So that's why I didn't I didn't really interrupt him too much. But please check out that episode. It's uh, podcastjunkies dot com slash ninety three. I think you'll really really find it interesting if you're into stats, if you're into the mindset of uh, podcasters. Um, there's some really interesting takeaways from the research he's done. Something that I thought was really interesting w- was in one of the research. Uh, documents that he looked at, there's a percentage of millennials who don't know what podcasts are, which I thought was interesting because everyone is saying, oh, millennials are the future and they're all up to date on all the latest technology. And then that stood out for me. And then we talked a little bit about that. But his his point about studying the greats um, and you know what's a good way to present statistics, uh, just some of the things we covered there. So really, really interesting conversation. This week, it's sort of like we moved to the opposite end of the hemisphere of the brain. And this is more about um, something, some topics that I've talked about here, uh, abundance mindset, staying positive, staying focused. I listened to a podcast called Positive Head, which is really inspiring because um, it all the, the, the speakers he has on there cover the topic of raising your consciousness, being positive, having an abundance mindset. And so um, I've been listening for probably a couple of months now, and I reached out, and he was more than happy to come on. And as you'll see from the interaction, we're really vibing from moment one, and we go an hour plus, and I think... You all know that when, when, when it goes that long, it's for a reason, and it's because we're just hitting it off really, really well. So we, we covered a, a wide range of, of topics there. What, one thing that I thought was really interesting is uh, this concept that uh, 
he brought up. It's a phrase that he mentioned, and he he was asking, what vibrational pool are you playing in? I thought that was so fantastic. You'll hear that towards the end of the conversation. But it's really this idea of raising your fre- your vibration, your frequency, like be around people that you want to be around that motivate you. We can even tie this back to the Jim Rohn quote of you are the five people you most associate yourself with. But um, it was just interesting to have this discussion about all these things that are, I think for podcasters, it's really uh, speaks to mindset and what do we want to get accomplished? Why do we get on a microphone every single week? What do we want to do? What's the message we want to convey? What's the impact we want to have? And what's the effect we want to have on people's days? And so I think in some way, a lot of what we talked about was along those topics. And it's really a fascinating conversation. I really had a lot of fun. I really think you, you're going to enjoy this one. So uh, I'm really interested in your, in your feedback at the end of the conversation. So stay tuned. Towards the end, we've got a really funny uh, retention hashtag. And if you're a new listener, that's something we put at the end of the show to just see who's paying attention. And we tag myself and we tag the guest. And uh, my name is Harry Duran. I do this every week typically around Monday. Last week it came out a little bit late, so apologies for that. But I'm back on track this week, and I'm really happy to have you guys on board. And also we have uh, our ongoing new sponsor for the show, Cast Source. I'll tell you a little bit about that at the end of the interview. So let's jump right in. Our conversation, our positivity flow extravaganza with Mr. Brandon Beecham. So, uh, Brandon Beecham, host of the Positive Head Podcast. Thank you so much for making time to join me on Podcast Junkies. Well, uh, Mr. Harry, thank you so much for having me because uh, this is definitely an honor and a privilege. And to sit on the other side and uh, have questions shot my way, it's nice. Thank you. So, thank you. It must be nice to be able to, uh, yeah, see, we're on video now. You're just sitting back with your arms behind your head, relaxed. You, know? <laughs> you don't have to worry. I'm not going to think anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's jump into um, what you do when, when you actually have, have prep for a guest. How much research do you, do you put in for the guests that you have on your show? Oh, man. Honest answer? Uh, you know, it depends on the guest because in some cases, uh, I've landed guests that are like, you know, on my wish list f- since, you know, pre-podcast. Like, oh, I want to talk to, you know, Eben Alexander one day about his experience in the afterlife, you know, or Marion Goodell, you know, CEO of Bernie Man. I'm a longtime burner. And uh, so people like that I know a lot about and have, you know, sort of followed their stories. And then others are, are l- I'm less knowledgeable about. And it really has Depend. I mean, honestly, sometimes I've went in with little, very little information except for basics. And other times it's, you know, I have a sort of a deep understanding of and have read their books or things like that. So really, it's, it's kind of all across the spectrum. It, it depends on who it is. Do you find that the ones, uh, the, the guests that you connect with more because it's, it's either a subject that you're passionate about or it's someone that you've been following for a long time, you find that those conversations flow a bit easier just because you're so uh, immersed in the conversation? You know, that's an interesting question. And it's, 
once again, I don't have a definitive answer for you. It's been mixed, although I will say this. And, and you know, with the format of uh, the Positive Head podcast, for anyone who's listening and isn't familiar, I do five episodes a week, uh, interview on Wednesday, and then four days to give me the opportunity to uh, spew <laughs> whatever is on my mind with my co-host, Dalian. And those are shorter episodes, normally 30 minutes or so. But it's us talking about uh, various things um, and, and uh, you know vibration raising, I guess you could say, uh, topics and, and, and so forth. But talking to Dalian just the other day on the show and I was telling, I was telling him, I was like, you know, interestingly enough, some of the bigger interviews that I've had, uh, the ones who are, you know, best-selling authors and, and I've, you know, been very fortunate that the show's just at a year in May, it was a year old and, uh, I've had some really amazing guests and it's kind of funny. Some of the bigger guests have been the most scattered. It felt like and the hardest to connect with, whereas others who maybe, you know, haven't, aren't as notable in the public eye and so forth, but just some amazing, very easily flowing conversations. But, um, you know, and that's not to say every single one, but it seems like the bigger the guest, the more like time crunch there is, the more sort of they're thinking about jumping on a plane five minutes from after they get off the call. And, you know, I've got four other interviews today and they're not quite as present. And I guess that's one of the challenges that probably comes with, you know, getting more and more notoriety and, and so forth uh, is spreading yourself thin. So I've kind of noticed that. So, yeah. So. Thinking uh, as 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 we uh, we're on Skype and listeners of the show will know that I have a video Skype for the interviews for the most part because it it, it lets me connect with my guests on a, on a more intimate basis and even though you, um, you guys only hear the audio I think um, there's right. really some power in in connecting one to one actually uh, yeah and what I'm what I'm really liking about the setup that you have is you obviously have got um, you you spent some time in picking your equipment. I believe that's the Heil PR forty that you got there. This is actually a Rode. Oh, it's a Rode. Uh, okay. NTK. Okay, and then so you've got the Rode NTK, and then you've got a, a really nice setup, which is the logo of your podcast um, as <laughs> as a decal on your back wall. Um, so it seems like you went in this, and and I don't know what was inspiring you when you got started, but where did where did you learn about what you wanted to do for your podcast as as you were in the beginning stages, and and who was inspiring you? Because it really seems like you wanted to start off on the right foot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, great, great question. And <clears throat> Harry, you know, I started maybe 20 years ago on a, I guess you could say a spiritual journey. Really, I was raised very conservative Christian. I had an experience meeting someone who opened my eyes to things outside of the box of that sort of world. And uh, this is, you know, I was about 20 years old at the time. And um, so it really got me open-minded and I started reading a lot of uh, information, you know, different spiritual books, metaphysical books, self-help books, things like that, just devouring stuff. And it just started ringing so true to me, sort of this uh, concept that we're all literally one in separate bodies and we're one with the source that created all things. And as a result, we have the abundance of the universe at our disposal. It's a matter of remembering and reconnecting and all these things. So I got, as I sort of digested this information, as I often will say on my show, there's nothing I can tell you about this that 
that you don't already know. It's a matter of remembering what we've forgotten. And that's sort of the game that we play, you know, throughout eternity. We choose to forget, have amnesia so that we can remember and it makes it all mean something and gives us context, right? Can't know up without down. You can't know love, which is the source of it all without hate, negativity, pain, suffering, you know. So that's part of what we're doing collectively. And so for me, as I started to sort of tap into this information, it became a remembering. It, it just like, oh my gosh, yeah, this is how it works. This is how the world works. And I would talk to Harry, anyone who would listen about it. You know, I'm a very passionate, kind of energetic, you know, positive person. And so I was so hyped up on this and I would talk to people and people like nod their head. Okay. You know, like you're crazy. What are you smoking? Or that's very interesting and kind of go back up you know, go back to whatever they believed before I got a hold of them and started bending in their ear. So finally, it came, it came to a point where I started to have, a, a, I guess, a knowing at some point that part of my path would be to help to raise consciousness and to bring some of this information that I was so passionate about to, you know, uh, other people. And I'd had impact one on one on many people where it sort of shifted their focus and perspective because of our interaction. I wanted more of that, you know, well, you get what you give because it's all an extension of self. So Finally, I, I don't know really how it took me this long. It's like, what is the best way? I finally freed up from, you know, sort of the day-to-day uh, drudgery of, of a job with starting a company that, you know, grew from, you know, me to 100 people. And, you know, I, for the first time in my life had freedom. I stopped working day to day, you know, a couple of years ago there and uh, handed the reins off to my partners at the time. And, um. And uh, I said, okay, now I've got time to really focus on this passion. What's the best medium for someone like me? Well, I, you know, my, my friends and family's ears are bleeding uh, from hearing me talk about this stuff all the time. So I need to, creating a podcast just seemed like a very natural way. And what I love about podcast is, you know, everything is energy. Everything is vibration. We know that from a scientific standpoint. I certainly believe it from a spiritual standpoint. So you put your your vibration out there. And it's just like if I have a guitar and you have a guitar and I pluck a string, you know, the same string is going to vibrate, right? It's in resonance. So that's what happens. You put your information out there and those that are meant to, that are resonating on a similar vibration are going to find it. So it's great. And that's, it's, it's grown. It's, uh, you know, actually today was uh, sort of breaking my own personal record in, in downloads. And that's been kind of happening every week or two weeks. And it continues to to grow and expand. And it's been really the most rewarding thing ever. I'm sure you get it when you have someone write in and tell you how much they're enjoying what you're doing. Or, you know, I have people that write into that, you you know, what you're doing has changed my life. Like there's nothing that I could ask for that's more rewarding than that. So um, that might be a little longer answer than you wanted, but I tend to do that sort of thing. So, well, <laughs> well the, the beauty of this, sh- the beauty of this show is that uh, I give guests as much room as much time as they need and the episodes have gone anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour and a half so uh i think cool. you know just w- however long it takes to tell the story is is what i always say cool. so where it. where did you go for information is, is it something that you had because you're, you're technical in nature or you just felt uh, there was resources that you found for this Oh, good question. Okay, so uh, as I mentioned, I have a co-host that I do uh, for daily episodes uh, in addition to the weekly interviews um, with – and the interviews are with what I like re- to refer to as consciousness change makers, you know. Um, but Dalian is his name. Dalian and I were in a band for many years uh, called Kundalini, and that's how uh, I ended up in uh, California, uh, Southern California from the East Coast originally. 
and uh, we moved out to make it in the music business, you know, and and it was cool. I mean, we had some really, uh, you know, at the time, this is around 2000 or so, we got a development deal with a major record label. Moved out to California, you know, played with some really big bands. I still have flyers from it was like us, Hybrid Theory, who went on to change their name to Linkin Park a few months later, you know, Hoobastank, Alien Ant Farm, all these bands that went on to be really big. And I always remember that that particular show that I still have that flyer for. The sound guy came up to me after he goes, you know what? And we're the last band to sound check. He goes, I've seen a lot of bands sound checking and you guys really have something special. And I always think back to that because the irony is, you know, all the bands on that bill went on to be like really big. Um, and we didn't. And, you know, I, I was laughing, you know, jokingly saying another timeline, uh, Lincoln Park is serving you hamburgers and we were like the biggest band in the world. <laughs> but um, it, it. Uh, yeah, it was cool. Uh, you know, our bass player's brother, one, he, he was a drummer in No Doubt. Uh, so, you know, we had uh, a lot of experience with music equipment and so forth. Yeah. So like this microphone, this was a microphone, you know, five, six years ago, Dalian and I um, went on and, and did a solo project um, that uh, actually I just recently put on SoundCloud just for some old fans. I never even really put it out there, but it's uh, try-be. Try-be is uh, SoundCloud slash try dash be and uh yeah it's really really fun you know so we just would make music we were making music and um had the equipment around and here we are it's like okay you know i want to do a podcast dalian is very proficient with production and stuff like that so he handles all the editing and uh it, so it made it very easy to dust off the old mic we hadn't used it in years and here it is getting used like five days a week now so well there's there's uh someone that would make the case brendan that you really found your calling then because it, you know if i don't think it was as much as you know you, there's one party that would, would like to think that the music if they had taken off you know where your career would have taken but uh, totally. obviously obviously there's other stories you just have to watch vh1 behind the music to know how some of those end up and so yeah <laughs> so i'm wondering if you know you're, you you know if you think about it sometimes as you know because of what you've chosen, you know, this, this concept of raising positivity, um, how, how, maybe in a way that that much aligns much more with, you know, what, what your true calling might be. Absolutely. And that's exactly what my, I was trying to achieve through, uh, through the music project. You know, a lot of the things we would talk about, even at the time, you know, this is going back to early 2000s, we would put Alex Gray artwork behind us. And, you know, I'd have lyrics that people were like, okay, what are you talking about exactly? And now I'm, I'm a big part of the transformational festival community. I go to a lot of, you know, Burning Man style events, lightning in a bottle. I've interviewed a lot of the guys like who throw lightning in a bottle or lucidity festival, uh, friends of mine. And, um, and so it's funny because I go to these events now and all these artists are into consciousness and spirituality. And I'll see we used to, you know, paint chakras on our singer. You know, I was the MC in the band and then my, my good friend was a, a singer and we would paint chakras on him. And now I'll see like big versions of kind of what we were doing 15 years ago on this grand scale and everyone gets it. And I'm just like, ah, we were just a little ahead of our time, you know. But it's it's funny that you you ask that because Actually, the, the podcast, the daily recording that I did, you know, we're recording now. It's, it's evening time. Uh, this morning, I recorded the daily uh, episode coming out and, you know, the next uh, actually Monday. It's Friday now. And, um, and it was about this very topic. Part of the thing that I, I piped in was, you know, it was a talk um, 
Uh, actually, Oprah Winfrey and oh, what was the guy's last name? I'm, I'm blanking on it right now, but you can hear it on our show. Um, and he basically was talking. It was really insightful. He was talking about how, you know, sometimes your dream, what happens is you have these dreams to get somewhere in life, to make it, you know, and you get attached to these particular versions of your dream. And he's like, what people don't realize is a lot of times that dream is a delivery mechanism to sort of lead you to your actual destiny. So it's okay to have dreams, but don't cling to them like it's got to come in this shape, form, or fashion because it has ser- that dream did serve its purpose if it led you to what it was supposed to lead you to. So it's really synchronistic, and that's one of the things that I always feature on my show, a, a question Um with every guest is a story of synchronicity or serendipity or a positive paranormal uh, event. And this is definitely a synchronicity. A few hours ago, what did I record about? This exact question you asked me, you know, and it is like, yeah, it led me to, to where I am here and now. And uh, yeah, you, it's, it's really, I think it's really important to find a balance to um, when you're learning to create your reality and, and, and so forth and in this law of attraction kind of idea and 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 manifesting it's all very real but it's a, it's sort of a i call it you know the art of living is it's a delicate balance because you want to put out what it is you want to create and you have these dreams and these aims and these goals but then you've got to learn to release them so it's put the intention put the energy now release i don't need it to show up in that way at all for me to be happy fulfilled uh or or anything these are just an this is the direction i'm going now and that's subject to change at any moment and whatever comes i know a master is someone who embraces whatever shows up because he knows she knows that a higher version of self has put it there it's you don't always get what you want but you get what you need right yeah, you get what you need at this point in time to take you to the next level of your development. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where did so when you thought about how you you were going to structure this show, it it seems pretty organized, you know, you you the fact that you're doing 5 days a week, which is a lot. And I know a lot of podcasters they're inspired um to do that straight out of the gate and uh in in the entrepreneurial community there's someone by the name of John Lee Dumas who has the entrepreneur yeah. entrepreneur on fire podcast and everyone tries to mimic him only to find out 3 months later that they, there's no way they can keep up with that pace totally so um was it was it 5 days from the very beginning no actually okay. i was uh it started out with just the interviews for maybe the first 6 months and then last so may uh, May 2015 was when, when I launched the podcast and then probably October, I started doing the daily shows and what really, as I mentioned earlier, interviewing is a lot of times hearing about the other person. And I've had a, you know, I just have a lot to say. I have a lot that I want to get out a lot that needs, you know, I got to find somewhere to vent this stuff because it's just sort of you know, bubbling through me at all times. So I, I finally said, you know what, to my friend Dalian, who was actually handling all the editing. And like I said, my old bandmate, and we've been, you know, friends for forever. And, and he's such a good balance for me too, because I'm a little spazzy and he's very, he's one of those guys who has so much like knowledge about all kinds of subjects and, you know, is, is a, just a very good compliment, uh, balancing energy for me. So, uh, I said, you know what, why don't you step out from behind the editing bay and you start, uh, co-hosting some daily shows with me. And we set up a loose format for that, but really we wing it most days for the most part. We get up and say, what are we going to talk about today? Well, this person wrote in with a question. Let's address that. Uh, we do, we have a, a sort of a loose format where I like to do what 
uh, I call, you know, positive pondering. So I'll take, I'm such a nerd for cool quotes, right? So I'll take a, a, a quote that I really love that really inspires me. And then I'll give a positive pondering breakdown. So here's what it means to me. Here's what I think the author uh, was trying to get at. And so we'll do, you know, maybe a story that's mysterious or positive and inspiring uh, in the news and then a positive pondering breakdown, then take a question from the audience. Sometimes pipe in a few minutes like I referenced earlier, you know, uh, Abraham uh, Hicks or Wayne Dyer or someone that somehow maybe is addressing what I just talked about with the person that wrote in. So, and it just seems to kind of come together and I like keeping it loose like that too. And then we'll share some music. We're big music fans, right? So, um, share some artists, you know, that we're really uh, feeling and, and, you know, helping to kind of get it out there at the same time, because we've been on the other end of that, you know, artist trying to, to get exposure. So, um, so yeah, we just, uh, we have that sort of loose format with the daily shows and it's really, magical how it can come together because a lot of times what's happening in my own life on a given day i'll use that as a launching off point what am i feeling am i feeling you know hitting a wall with this or frustration with that or is the you know or someone writes in and it's you know it's crazy harry how often i hear from people it is you know they'll just say it over and over i hear it probably five times a week from people writing in saying it is just crazy how often what you talk about is what's happening in my life and my explanation for that is you know as i mentioned earlier it's all you know sources all things we're all one with this you know you're talking to another an extension of self in another body the consciousness that animates me is the same consciousness that animates you right but uh, so, so we're separate in, 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 we're the same in one sense, but we're also separate. It's a divine dichotomy, two apparently contradictory things that both hold true, depending on what perspective you're looking at it through. So when you have uh, people that are finding out of all the things coming at you in the world, all the, you know, things vying for your attention and programming and shows and music and, you know, so much out there. If someone is tuning into my little podcast, you know, the few thousand people or whatever it's at a day uh, currently, it's like out of the 7 billion on the planet, I would say, yes, we're all one. Those people happen to be very close on the family tree. <laughs> that is, let's call source, God, your higher self, whatever you want to call it. It's a tree. Well, they happen to be on the same branch and leaves that are right next to mine. So, that's why they're resonating. That's why you and I are connecting. We're very closely connected on this family tree. And here we are bumping up against each other in this, in this life, you know? And so when that happens, it's, of course, there's going to be overlap as in what's happening in my world. There's some reflection of happening in your world or a listener who writes in what's happening in their world. What are they struggling with? It's like it's it's literally soul family. And that's something that actually, you know, one of the interviews that I referenced, Dr. Eben Alexander, um, bestselling author, author, Proof of Heaven, the neurosurgeon whose brain went brain dead, went into a coma for a week, didn't believe in any of this quote unquote woo woo stuff and came out with this whole experience on the other side. And one thing that he talked about was how we reincarnate with soul family. And, you know, even a lot of times your biggest challenges and the villains in your story are who you're closest with on the other side, because they're giving you the opportunity to grow that your soul actually longs for. And that's when you can start seeing that sort of perspective. It's, you know, you're really getting somewhere in my opinion. Have you given some thought to where you are in your journey? Because a lot of times, Brendan, when we 
try to measure progress. We look back like a week and we're like, oh man, I'm not making the, the, the moves I want to be making or even a month. And we're like, ah, you know, if you, if you, if you connect it to anything like losing weight or just uh, trying to get a meditation practice going or something like that. But now that you've had the luxury of, of having the podcast for a year, do you look back and can you see like the progress that you made and, and, and are there some things that, that jump out at you? Yeah, you know, it, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, I just reached out to, um, I had reached out to, I don't know if you know Don Miguel Ruiz, I had reached out to uh, his people last, the, I don't know, nine, month, nine months ago about interviewing him. The Four, the the time, four, the four know, Agreements, my, right? The Four Agreements, yeah. right. And uh, incredible book. Uh, if anyone hasn't read it, I highly recommend it. It's one of those sort of quick reads that is very empowering and, and powerful information. Um, and it bestseller for years and years and years. Um, and so I reached out to them and very cool, you know, uh, people that, you know, Carla, who I talked to over there and, um, at the time, you know, they kind of, okay, how many listeners do you have and things like that? And I was so still, you know, the small little podcast I just launched, but she's like, you know what, why don't you talk to his, um, co-author? Uh, he had a new book that was just coming out, the Toltec art of life and death. And he, he co-authored it with, um, Barbara Emerus and why don't you interview Barbara? So I did an interview with Barbara, went great. Awesome. And so I was thinking now his son, Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. came out with a, a new book. And I was like, oh, I should reach back out because actually I talked about that with her nine months ago. And I pulled up the email the other day and I uh, had seen what I talked to her nine months ago and, and the form I had filled out, you know, and I realized that my listener base had has grown tenfold since you know, that nine months ago. Wow. And so, yeah, it's been a really cool um, thing to, you know, and, and like anything, you got to be really careful not to get caught up on the results and the number, you know, as podcasters, you know, we can get very caught up on all that stuff. And I learned that lesson with with music. I really did. It's like, cause it started out with our band. It was so much fun. Then it became about making it and it turned into this kind of grind and job. And so for me, um, it, it has been such a labor of love. Um, and every time I get that feedback, that happens more and more about the impact that I'm having on someone's life. It's like, that is all the payment in the world. And, you know, I'm excited about where it's going and some of the plans that I have, I have some pretty big plans with, you know, the podcast and my site, which is positivehead.com and, you know, um, turning it into more of like a network where people can connect and share and things like that. And so I've got a lot of big plans with the podcast and, and with, you know, the, the site and so forth. But uh, at the same time, I got to be very careful and just like I, I mentioned earlier, the art of living, have your aims, have your goals, drop your expectation. You don't need any of it to happen to be fulfilled. Uh, you know, happiness is literally a choice. And right here and right now, it's just such a blessing to be what it is, you know, and I don't need it to be any more. If it impacts one person, you know, positively, I'm uh, super blessed because you you get what you give. That's the thing that so few people they don't get and more and more are getting if it's true, what I'm stating, you're me and I'm you, whatever I do for you, I'm doing to an extension of self and I will feel the energetic repercussions of that. And so what you find is the universe sets it up very uh, cleverly where you have, you'll find the opportunity to give away what you want for yourself to someone else. I always say when you see that, do it, do it, do it, do it, because that is how, you know, how we grow. I, I, a friend of mine, Halcyon, put it recently and I, I just love it. So I sh I've been sharing it um, a few months ago when I was connecting with him. He was like, you know, he's really into gifting and, and, and uh, so forth. And he was talking about how he realized that, you know, when I 
have an exchange, energetic exchange with someone, if I buy something from you, for example, it's a sum zero. I give you, you something, money, right? And you give me something and it cancels each other out. But if I gift something to you coming from the heart, it's a sum two because I am instantly, um, you know, releasing all these feel good chemicals, uh, you know, physically, spiritually, everything about it feels amazing for you as the recipient of the gift. It feels amazing. And actually, it's a sum three if someone's observing it, because we know if someone sees an act of kindness, they have all the endorphins, everything is released in their brain, and they're actually gaining from it too. So it's really interesting when you look at it from that perspective. The, the secret to everything that you want for yourself is in giving. because And the reason being is because the underlying sort of logic behind it is because you can only give to self. It's always another you. And that's how how we all uh, get there by helping others. Yeah, it's a topic I've talked about uh, on several occasions on the show. And you, the listeners, know that I'm a big proponent of abundance mindset, of really this flow that has to happen. It's almost like whatever you want more of in your life, you, you just have to give it with the confidence mm -hmm. that it, that's going to come back to you and to your point tenfold. So I'm really happy that you brought that back up. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm wondering if you could talk about, as you were thinking about the ideas for the show, how you settled in on this concept of positivity um, mm. and, and you know, why that was the, the driving force for what the show, how, how are you going to structure the show? Great question. Um, well, part of my whole understanding of, you know, what I refer to as the ultimate nature of reality and what I'm touching on here is. You're, you are one with the source that created all things. So you are literally the creator and created rolled into one, right? So energy is neutral by default. What I do with it determines whether it's positive or negative. So what do I want for myself? I want to create positive. We, what do we all want? We want to be happy. We want to be fulfilled. We want to be abundant. We want to be loved. We want to be loving. Those are the things that everyone's craving for. A lot of people are reaching for that in you know, ways that are are masked by their dysfunction or, or sickness or separation from understanding. But once you start to kind of remove some of these these masks and barriers to to understanding, you realize I've got to find a way to create um, a positive energy around me if I want to manifest more, you know, those sorts of things, right? So how do I drum up that vibration? It's all about drumming up the vibration of what you want to see more of. So for me, I always say, you know, there's no selfless act. Um, and it, I love studying about this stuff you know, reading books of the people that I interview or following what it is they're doing. So for me, I, you know, what it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration. It's one thing to understand all this thing, all these things uh, conceptually, and it's another to put it into practice. You know, I under, I've understood this stuff for 20 years. I'm just getting, dare I say, good at really keep maintaining an elevated vibration despite what's happening external of self, you know, because most people are, like a puppet on a string. If this happens, I'm happy. If this happens, I'm sad. If this, they're like, they don't realize that there is no out there, out there. Everything they're seeing external is a reflection of their internal state. They're creating it. So for me, it was like, okay, how do I selfless, selfishly in a good kind of selfish spread more positivity, drum up more of that vibration, make sure every day I'm setting my vibrational tone, you know, so that I'm in the 
sort of playing in the pool of what it is I want to see more of. What what better way than to get up every morning, you know, have a cup of coffee and start recording, talking about this stuff. I instantly set my tone and, of course, sharing it with others and what I'm putting out just comes back and it turns into this abundant flow and it's it's magical and anyone can do it. <laughs> Yeah, that's what's so imp- that's what's I think such an important message to deliver because a lot of times people hear other folks on the radio and they think, "Wow, the, you know what? What is it about? You know what is it about Brandon? Man, he's got such he's so lucky. He's got a, a perfect life. You know everything goes seems to go well for him." And they hear you, you know, they only hear you focus on this aspect of positivity day in and day out on your show and in your conversations with your guests. But I think what you've just alluded to is the fact that it is a, a daily work and it's something that you need to if it's something that you are striving to it's something that you need to build into your routine and have something where you know if it's something that you want to practice and it's something that it's a muscle that you want to build I mean you have to work at it and just like you you would do if you were going to the gym yeah that's one of the things that uh, if you read in the the Positive Head podcast description, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration. And that is the underlying aim of what we do. You know, it's like it's like soul food for thought, right? You, you Same way it's important what you're putting into your body. It's, you know, it's important what you're putting into your mind and into your heart. And so you can, and, and I even say also, we constantly circle back around the same topics, talking about them time and time again, repetition, repetition. It's just like working out or anything like that. You, you said it back. You got to, it's like, working out a muscle. So it becomes, uh, you know, paramount that you take control of sort of your, your course and understanding the most important thing for me to do is to feel good, to get into, you know, Abraham Hicks. If any of you out there are not familiar with Abraham Hicks, go to YouTube, look up some videos. She talks about getting in the vortex, getting in this vibrational zone, because this is where you set your point of attraction. You're, you're literally going to attract that, which you're emanating. So stop reacting to what's out there, out there. Like, cause there is no out there. It's a, that is a, if you want to know what you'll see tomorrow, look at what you're feeling today. And that's the thing that throws people in this third dimensional reality. They don't get the correlation between what they're seeing in their world and the vibration that they previously offered. There's a lag, you know, they say on the other side, you think it, it's instantaneous, right? Right? So it's like, ah, I see the I see the connection here. I just thought about, uh, you know, uh, marshmallows and they appeared. Whereas in this thing, you thought about them for, you know, six months ago and now they're appearing and you don't make the correlation. So uh, I don't know if marshmallows is a good example, but you get the point. Right. Yeah. And uh, so it's it's there's if. Everything that you're seeing in your world is a reflection of some vibration that you've previously offered. And don't beat yourself up for it the way through it, if you don't like it, is to love it and stop and sur- surrender to it. You know, acceptance of what you've created because it led you here. Just like we were talking about those dreams that maybe didn't come true. They led you to where you are to be next. The, the, you know, the caterpillar has to go through the cocoon phase, which maybe isn't so beautiful sometimes, to become the butterfly. And that's okay. And as soon as you can accept what is, that's how you move on to what you want to see more of. That is, that is the key. And, you know, most people are doing something like work in order to have something like money in order to be something like happy, right? Do have be. It's actually the opposite. They're, they've got the wrong formula. You be something like happy, you find yourself doing and having the things that make you happy. So that's the beautiful thing is the shortcut to all that you want. Let, the, the, the path to it is in managing your vibration. And that's, you know, essentially what the show is all about. How do I help manage my own vibration uh, and in yours as well? If you benefit, 
even better, you know, and that's honestly what it is. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, they're along, you know, they're along for the ride, and they they reap the benefits of uh, you know what you're putting out there. You you mentioned yeah. um, this relationship that you had with money, and I, and I heard you talk about it, um, you know, several episodes ago. Uh, there was a point where you had to reframe your relationship with money. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, it's been quite an interesting ride for me. I've, um, Harry, I've, I've experienced a lot of ups and downs with, with, you know, money. And like I said, I moved out to California, um, you know, 20 years ago to make it in a band. And, you know, at the time I was a starving artist trying to make it. And then, uh, I would just sort of, um, work to, you know, I did sales related stuff and I was very good at that. So, Oh, I need to pay the bills. I better focus on work again. And then, you know, and it was a lot of that for years and years. And so I, I kind of rode multiple ups and downs with uh, money. And I, I attempted to launch a um, uh, basically a social network, a music distribution platform, like 2009 or so. And I had an investor and we kind of launched and it started growing. And then next thing I know, a bunch of tra tragedy hit. You know, my brother, who's my partner, had a tragedy with a girlfriend committing suicide. And the one investor I had pulled their money out. And at the time, I was sort of like sitting there frustrated, knowing this is my path. And I was like, you know what? I understand I'm one with the abundance that created all things. I need to manifest the resources to do this on my own. You know, screw going out and trying to raise money and deal with someone else. And, you know, I need to call forth this abundance, right? All the stuff I talk about and believe – I can do it, you know. Well, I ended up on a friend's couch um, and uh, but had an idea that, you know, the universe led me to that was not at all in line with what I thought I was going to do, you know, and it was a vacation rental uh, business or idea that I had. And I started it and it went from me to uh, 100 people, you know, over the course of five years. In 2015, we were um you know, Inc. Uh, 5000 list, we're the 569th uh, fastest growing company in the in the country. And it was like, wow, here we are, you know, we grew to over $10 million in sales and one in 10,000 companies do this. So for every other entrepreneur, for me doing that 9,999 entrepreneurs didn't make it right. And it's, I know why it's happening. I'm learning to get into vibrational alignment with abundance, right. But then there's the I always say the part of our path in this world is two step forwards, one step back, two step forward. One of my favorite books is a book called Oneness um, by a woman uh, named Rasha. And it's, you know, purportedly, supposedly channeled material. I, I can't speak to that, whether it is or isn't. You and I talked about this a little bit earlier. The information is so powerful and inspired. I know something magical is going on there. And it, I always refer to it as sort of like the guidebook for ascension, right? As you become awake and aware, this is telling you what to expect. And part of it is you reach these new plateaus and all of a sudden backtrack, you're knocked down 10 levels because you're still working out that energy. And so that's kind of what happened to me in the last maybe six months ago. I got to the point with this company, I started on a friend's couch with 20 bucks in my pocket to uh, an offer to be bought out for $30 million. And here I am, I've shown that I know about this law of attraction stuff and look what I've done. And within 12 hours of that offer, our number one rental stream, you know, vacation uh, management and rentals, what we did was through booking.com, the biggest online travel agency in the world. They owned by Priceline. And um, we had doing almost a million dollars a month in rental through them. They called us and said, oh, I know we've been working with you for four years uh, here 
but uh, we just partnered with the biggest vacation ownership developer in the world. And basically two multi-billion dollar companies got together and we were squashed in the middle. So within 12 hours, Harry, of this offer, um, <laughs> uh, it, we got hit by an asteroid, essentially. And, and then it, it was like something out of a movie. And then it went from bad to worse. The quote unquote, you know, good friend of mine who I'd brought in as a partner tried to sort of deceptively take what was left. And it turned into this ugly thing where two of, you know, two of my partners were, you know, doing some very, you know, shady things and, you know, a lot of ego and arrogance involved there. And, and so anyway, it, it was, it turned into this ugly thing. And I don't know if you've seen the movie straight out of Compton, oh, yeah. but Okay, so you know how at the end, Dr. Dre walks into uh, Suge Knight and, you know, death rows on top of the world, the biggest thing ever. And he goes, here, you can have it. I don't want any of it. Just get me away from your energy. That's sort of what I, I went through. And that was literally Christmas time. And uh, it was very hard, very difficult. But at the same time, I understand the lessons in it. The lessons I, I had to learn about giving away personal power to people who were not in the same mindset and you know it's all about control and power and not about you know honesty and helping people and being positive you know and uh, I learned a very valuable lesson and so here I am I've got multiple new projects that I'm involved with um, that I'm very excited about and you know I have no doubt that all that abundance that I was was dangled this close to me you know right right in my face I know it's just going to come back many many fold because abundance is a choice it's just a vibrational pool that anyone can align with I'm not special you can do it the listeners can do it it's just a matter of learning and I'm still getting my sea legs I'm still learning this stuff and and you know that's that's all there is to it and I learned some valuable lessons in that and now I'm so excited about the the things that are sort of popping up as uh, potentials in my in my world right now, and I've got multiple projects that could lead me there many fold that I'm just you know that are in much earlier stages, but um, nonetheless you know and and at the end of the day it's not even about that who it, it, money is just energy right the only reason I've intended to manifest a lot of it and I've talked about it since I was a little kid doing that um, is because you know at this point in my life. Um, you know, when I was a kid, I did have the Lamborghini puzzle that I put together on my wall. Now I don't care about Lamborghinis or any of that. I mean, I like nice things, but I'm not really into, I, I just want to help the world. You know, I want to use that. I want to use and channel and, you know, that abundance that, you know, we're, we're one with what created all things. We're one with what created the cosmos, you and I, all of us. Like, think about that resource. You're that. You're the one who actually designed all this. You just have amnesia. So it's all about, you know, taking and that can, that power back. And in my case, you know, yeah, I got hit by an asteroid. Great learning lesson, expensive learning lesson. Now let's get down to business and who we'll see, you know, we'll see what comes next. But I'm very confident there's plenty more abundance where that came from. So that's a fantastic story. And it's really, a, a, you know, just listening to it, it's just eliciting this roller coaster ride of emotions because, and I can't even imagine what it must have been like to actually go through it. But, you know, to, to have, you know, everything that you're working for manifest itself in a way where you feel like you you actually made it. And then, like you said, within the span of, you know, a day, have everything turn around you have to be in, in a really stable place for it not to just totally throw your your life into just up complete upheaval. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that 
you know, probably wouldn't be able to recover from something like that. You're right. There's a lot of people who would take that. And I always say it on my show. It's all about the spin of your story. You're making it. You are the creator of your own movie. You're the the lead actor and director in your own private movie, your own universe. And so it's all about you making up the story that you want to see more of. You know, I've said for 20 years, I don't believe in getting sick. If someone has the flu and says, stay away from me, I go hug them and announce to them. I don't believe in getting sick. As a result of doing that, I reinforce that concept. Now they believe it too. And they're sending that signal to the universe. Guess what, Harry? I'm not going to say I've never gotten sick, but I haven't been in the hospital since the day I was born. And I can count on, you know, two hands the time I can remember throwing up or being sick, you know? And so I've just created that. I made it up just something I made up and I made it real and that's the thing that we're finding even with quantum physics and why I'm so interested in have people like Nassim Haramain on the show and people these quantum physicists or Dr. Bruce Lipton because what we're finding is you know uh it's all reality is completely malleable it's like uh, consciousness determines what we see we're creating our reality with our beliefs you know dr bruce lipton wrote the biology of belief basically you've always heard it's in your genes it's in your genes well your beliefs turn your genes on and off so it's not in your genes you're in your genes with your consciousness and your thoughts and your beliefs and that's an empowering thing so what am i doing here i could have taken that story and said poor me one in ten thousand chance i was right there and oh i got screwed and the universe hates me and no Look at that story. Look at that big, fat lump of coal the universe just... I can't imagine the diamond that's hiding under that. Holy smokes. Wait till we see what comes next. Wow. This, you, I thought that was big. $30 million. How about $3 billion Or, you know, $300 million Or... It, it's I'm I'm just telling the story. And as I tell the story here now, I'm reinforcing that was just a small little, you know, bump in a, a huge, you know, upswing that is coming my way. And I'm choosing to tell that story. And so I get up every day believing that. And guess what? I'll attract. And, and you know, and and then how much better is my story when I get there now? Right. Yeah. And I can share this with other people and it inspires someone to do the same thing and realize that because I'll be the first to say it, I'm no better than anyone listening. Like, don't think that listeners for a moment that I've got something that you don't or anyone for that matter has something that you don't. If you're tuning into this, that's because I'm reflecting a part of self to you right now. It's always happening. You're always, everything that shows up in your world is a reflection of some part of self, the good, the bad, the, the inspirational stuff, the negative stuff. It's all a feedback loop for you to learn about self from. So someone does something wrong to me these days, maybe for two seconds, I'm mad at them. And I start thinking, Hmm, what is this telling me about myself that I need to learn? And that's when you start getting into the major leagues, when you start understanding it's life's happening for you, not to you. And it's a feedback loop showing you where you need to go next, what you need to work on next. And it's, uh, it's so empowering. Yeah, it's, I've been doing a lot of that recently, this whole concept of one door closing, the, another one opening. And obviously it comes with, um, as a result of my uh, increased focus on my meditation practice and I do daily intentions, I've talked about that with um, a, a good friend of mine, Morgan Dix, who's got the One Mind Meditation po- Podcast and we dove deep on that. And I really think it's you're, you're creating this muscle that prepares you for what may come. And I've had some stuff that you would maybe call a setback or you know clients that could possibly manifest that you know would take my, my company to another level. And, and then you know like the day before the meeting gets canceled, and 
Mm-hmm. You know, in the past, those things would just completely de- derail me. And and it's funny now they bring us this smile to my face because I'm like, wow, this is so interesting that this door just closed. I can't wait to see like which one is going to open as a result of what just happened. Yeah, you got it, man. That is the formula. Once you get that formula, it's like, you know, it's always happening for me. I don't need to be attached. You know, uh, Abraham uh, Hicks talks about it uh, in a way that is really interesting and I really really resonate with. She says, whatever you can dream up and think is the best version of what your world could be, that's the least version of what your higher self can come up with. So stop trying to control it. You can have a goal, you can have a name, you can have a dream, and you can go in that direction, but release your attachment to how this stuff is going to show up. And when you can get out of your own way, then it can really start to flow. It can come through like wildfire, you know, but the problem is, is we're so attached to, oh no, it didn't happen the way I thought. Poor me, this sucks. Life is bad. Now what vibrational uh, pool are you playing in well guess what whatever you're you know whatever where attention goes energy flows you're giving energy to the fact that it sucks and it's bad and poor me guess what you're going to see more of you're attract it's like it's like saying to the universe send me more of that send me more of what i don't want you know and that's because you are a creator and you've got to be very aware of that fact you are creating it with your vibration I love that what you just said. I, I almost envision it as a T-shirt. What vibrational pool are you playing? In? <laughs> Done. Fifty-fifty split. Let's do it. Let's See how entrepreneurial it. minds work. <laughs> I just—it's one of those things. Like it's one of those T-shirts you see, and it, it would just bring a smile to your face. You know, as you're walking down the street, you're totally. like, "Oh yeah," you're like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." And it just gets people out of you know. You know what happens, Brandon? Is people need to get out of their own head sometimes. You know, they're so stuck in like the "woe is me" mentality. And, you know, yep. they, all they can focus on is what's going wrong in their life. And, and this harkens back to what we talked about earlier in, in, the, um, in this conversation. If they could just, like, get – not think about themselves and think about, like, I know, like, I'm in a shitty place right now, but let me go make someone else's day for, you know, let me go work in a soup kitchen. Let me give, you know, go yep. cash out $20 in, in, in singles and just go randomly give them to people, you know, homeless people in the streets, but just get out there. And then you realize, you know, very, very quickly, you know, th- as bad as you think your life is, it's really not compared to like people who are really struggling. Absolutely. And, you know, you, you said a very important thing there, get out of your head. And, um, you know, that's one of the things that I really f- am focused on even more than a positive head is a, you know, open heart, right? And moving into your heart space and what, you know, we, many people have not really grasped is, you know, we've become such mind, you know, analytical beings, mind-centered analytical beings, and actually we're designed to navigate from our heart center. The heart sends twice as many signals to the brain as the brain does to the heart. And it's really the space that we're meant to think of. Your center of gravity is like in your face, right? We all think of that. Move it into your heart and then see the difference that you feel. And that is the place where all the divine guidance from comes from and the, the, the wisdom, you know, not to say the brain isn't incredible you know it is the mind is incredible but it's sort of gotten we there's this un imbalance that's happened and really the heart is is meant to be the pilot and i think more and more people are starting to learn to you know do meditations to move into your heart space and things like that and you can you know, i interviewed uh, deborah roseman from heart math institute i don't know if you're familiar with that yeah 
but they're doing a lot of interesting research into this and, um, you know, tools to, you know, uh, to accentuate, you know, this whole concept. And it's truly empowering getting out of the mind so much and moving into the heart and trust and faith. And, you know, that what, whatever's happening is happening for a very good reason. My job is to try and interpret it and to tell the story in a way that serves me, you know, tell the story, no matter how, you know, I'm going to make this uh, story, I'm going to spin it into something that's serving me. And eventually it may, even that may turn out to be something else. Great. Spin it again. Great. Spin it again. And eventually you land in a, pl- in, in a place that's just, you know, everything that you dreamed of and more. What I like about some of those recent interviews you've had is that they're with uh, people from the, the what you would call the science realm or the fact-based realm, if you will. But they're literally mm-hmm. talking about concepts that in the past you know, we didn't have the proper language for or we just felt like we were coming at it from a place of like um, – just you know, just this woo-woo concept. But you know, heart math. The conversation you had with Bruce Lipton. The conversation you had with Nassim Harmin. I mean, these are just world-renowned you know scientists, and they're they're yep. all coming at it from different places. But I really highly recommend to the listener to to check out those specific episodes where you'll see and see and hear the science of it all broken down in a way that begins to resonate with what we instinctually feel in our gut, you know, or what we've known all along, or to your point, we're, we're, we're awakening to and remembering. Yeah, it, it's, I always say science and spirituality are doing a dance right now that is truly incredible and beautiful. And that's why I love the science and the quantum physics. You know, it's all, it's all so much pointing to this stuff to be true. Here's why, you know, if, if the observer is present, if consciousness is present, um, you know, particles that make up the atoms, you know, are, are in one physical location. When consciousness isn't present, they're in uh, quantum super, a state of quantum superposition, meaning all these potentialities at once. It's the same thing. You know, your life, I, I always say your life is like a plays out at the sort of the corner of free will and destiny. Uh, it's because we know time is an illusion. We saw the movie Interstellar, right? That's all based off real science. Time is this illusory thing. Einstein proved that. You shoot me into outer space at light speed. You bring me back a day later. I'm a day older and you've been gone 100 years. So it's all happening. We're in the eternal now, right? You and I happen to be tuned into the channel that is Harry and Brandon having this conversation. But this is actually always happening in eternity, right? And so... There's infinite versions of us, too. There's a version of us that didn't connect on this podcast. There's a version where Kundalini is the biggest band in the world, right, as I say. And it's um, it really is uh, – I really believe it to be so. And I can think of one of my earliest experiences was sitting down with a psychic randomly, you know, at a mall in Georgia. And she's – you know, we walked by and me and my girlfriend at the time decided to sit down. And she said, I see you in a cold place like Chicago in business. My jaw hit the floor because I was planning to move to Chicago and work in business at that time. I was in college, and that's what I was going to go do, work for my uncle who lived there. And then she said, but there's this whole other path for you in California in music. Are you involved in music in any way? No, but I love it. And, you know, fast forward a year with the help of some, you know, magic mushrooms and realizing I'm one with the source that created all things. I'm going to create a band and had met someone from California who said, oh my gosh, I love your band. You guys got to be out there. And voila, here I am. So what was she tapping into? The potential Brandons, right? I've done it all. You've done it all. From this moment forward, you know, from the seat where you're talking to me, there is infinite versions of Harry, I would say. And what do you want to experience? You want to experience the greatest and grandest version, right? The one that's the most rewarding, 
Well, the good news is you've already done it. It's all already happened in the eternal now. So what does your job become? To get into vibrational alignment with the unfolding of that version. So your job is to manage your vibration and keep it in that elevated heightened state so much so that it only you're literally stepping in and in and out of realities with your vibration. So it's it's a fascinating concept when you start to understand this is sort of how uh, reality works. And one of my ideas is to uh, write a book, uh, kind of a choose your own adventure book that kind of shows this because that's essentially what it's like. So it's where free will meets destiny. It's all already happened. Right. But yet there's free will. Which version of it all are you going to pop into your your movie player? That is your life. Right. What DVD are you going to pull off the shelf of the Harry story and watch again? The greatest and greatest version. The best one. Right. Of course. Which uh, plastic disc are you going to insert in your viewfinder? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I just saw a thing with Elon Musk uh, last night talking about how someone asked him, do you think we're, you know, in a simulated reality? He's like, well, I think there's a one in a billion ch- uh, chance that this is the, the end of the three minute talk was basically uh, there might be a one in a billion chance that this is the base level reality. But based on the fact that we can see we had Pong 40 years ago and now look at what we've got and look at where we're going. Chances are this is yeah an iteration at some level. And it's really <laughs> I've heard the guy who made the, the Sims video game talk about the same thing. It's like. It, this we're we could be sitting on a kid's shelf and you know some spoiled kids xbox 10 and here we are playing out we know that we're going to be able to create realities like this but it's it's like the the, the russian nested dolls yeah. it's all the same stuff it's all connected i mean and when you look at us you look at everything what is it it's light projections it's particles that aren't solid at all when we zoom in they're, they're vibrations of energy of light popping in and out of existence. We don't know where they come from or where they go to, but they're intelligent when they show up here. So it's like, hmm, you're in a movie, you're in a game that you're the source, I would say, behind the game that created it. But then you sort of, uh, then you say, okay, I'm going in, you know, however many years ago you were born into this reality. All right, time to go in. I'm going into my avatar, Brandon, this time. I'm going to play out that story. I'm going into my avatar, Harry, you know? And that's that's a pretty, pretty profound perspective. I actually had a friend who's very psychic, uh, psychically gifted. And she, she had, as a kid, she would be, you know, be around people who were, um, you know, if they were really happy, she would take on that energy and be like bubbling over. And then if they were negative, she would feel that. And she was so empathic as she got into her twenties, she had to start numbing herself with, she would drink like a bottle of vodka. She's Russian. She'd drink a bottle of vodka a day just to numb feeling everything that she felt. So when she started on her journey of healing, uh, one of the things that really helped her was ayahuasca and, uh, on her ayahuasca journeys, as you can imagine, you know, being so psychically sensitive, she had some really profound experiences. Uh, and one, one of the things that she kind of told me about that I thought was fascinating. She said she went to uh, the realm of what she called the oversouls. And she said, you you just wouldn't believe how minuscule your life is to your higher self, your oversoul. It's like, and literally she said the way she observed it was us uh, are these oversouls watching their lives play out sort of like a like a, on a movie like a game you know and some of them were very engaged oh what will brandon do next what you know and others were yawning kind of bored with watching their avatars and they were like literally like seconds in their life as you popped in and out of these different lives but you know the way she put it it's like this is just an avatar of of you know a character that you decided to play i'm sure we're making the listeners head spin <laughs> yeah well <laughs> and, and, and i think what what the you know what you guys need to understand is that everything comes um at, 
at the time for you um and but that doesn't necessarily when you when you when you can absorb it but that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to take everything that we're saying here and say okay i i've just got this this incredible download of inspiration and i'm going to run with it because you'll just like explode you know your mind will just get like way overloaded and you won't know where to start um but i think this is the type of conversation that can be a jumping off point for you to go down one of the paths, read one of the books that Brandon has mentioned, or just even, you know, think about a meditation practice or just something where, or even just this concept of thinking positive. I mean, that's, even if we broke yeah. it down to that and then it's most simple is, is, you know, the message that we're delivering, it's fine. This is just one of those things that you just, you go at your own pace and yep. if you, if you, I think the most important thing is just to, to start and get on the path and, and there, there is no right or wrong way. Absolutely. And you know, yeah, you, you guys can, uh, get, be mad at Harry for bringing me on because I go from <laughs> like zero to a hundred pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yell at Harry. Um, but no, I always say, I always, always say whatever you do, don't believe me. Don't listen to me. Maybe listen to me with an open mind and be open to it, but you're all intelligent people who make up your own mind and decisions. I always just say, listen with an open mind and go explore this stuff for yourself. Start digging in with an open mind and, uh, the rest will be revealed to you. You know, it, 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 you're shown as you're ready to be shown. And uh, the more I've opened up, the more I've been shown. And, you know, I mean, the people in my life and, and the stories that I've heard and that I've come across and, it's, uh, you know, one of the things, of course, I was raised very conservative Christian. And part of the problem that I have with, uh, you know, Christianity, well, I, you know, I think Jesus was taught love. <laughs> you know, I don't think he wasn't, I think it got misconstrued as I need to be worshiped and God is this jealous God and all these things. These are kind of man-made concepts. And, you know, what in, in my, um, what I find interesting with you know, religion versus spirituality is, you know, the people that have had quote unquote spiritual experiences, you know, and, and whether that be through plant medicines like ayahuasca or near death experience like Eben Alexander or meditation, right? Um, where people blast off and go connect with all things and come back and say, oh my gosh, we're all God, you know, or high, we're all source, we're all, they're all coming back with sort of the same story for, you know, millions of people, different ways to get there. You know, deep breathing, you can do holotropic breathing, you know, techniques where I've talked to people who just with breathing techniques, it's like taking DMT, the most powerful psychedelic in the world, you know, and they're all coming back with the same kind of story of or you know, or perspective of it's all one and it's happening for love, you know, and, and the separation that is you know, uh, between you and I is an elaborate illusion. When the game's over, the, uh, all the chess pieces go back in the same box. And when you can start opening up just to that as a possibility of what's going on and ask, you know, for guidance and just being open, just buckle up your seatbelt because you'll be shown. And so that's why we say, hey, listen to me with an open mind, but whatever you do, don't believe blindly. And I think that's what Terry's saying or think we're trying to force this down your throat. I'm just kind of a spaz about this stuff. This is part of what <laughs> I think I'm, part of my um, mission in this avatar, this character is to, you know, I'll, I'll say I'm, I'm a reminder. You know, I've sort of woken up to remembering who and what I am and I want to scream it from the rooftop, rooftop. So it's hard for me to sort of contain it. And it really is, you know, energy that's flowing through me. It's, it's, it's a high. As soon as I start talking about it, you know, it's like I'm more amped than I was when we're talking about, you know, sports or whatever yeah. it might yeah. be. So um, digging 
into a bit more about Brandon. What would you say is the one most misunderstood thing about you? The most misunderstood? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Um, you know, one thing, Harry, that I've tried to be really conscious of is, um, is being, uh, you know, perceived as, uh, egomaniacal or, you know, because sometimes when people don't understand sort of this perspective, it's like, okay, like, oh, you're God. I see. Yeah. You know, you think you're high and mighty and so much better than, you know, anyone else. And it can be viewed in this way of, um, you know, if you don't fully understand their perspective, it's like, yeah, I, I believe I'm the same thing. You know, you take like the great masters like Buddha or Jesus or any of them. They, what was Jesus saying? I am God, essentially. I and the father are one. And I think he was saying that about us all. You know, we're all literally it. There is. Um, so I think sometimes it can be taken as, you know, you got to be really um careful, you know, for with, especially when you're early in the stages of waking up to remembering this stuff and, and kind of finding your, your power, um, is spiritual narcissism, (laughs) Mm. you know, slipping into this idea of like, Oh, I am. And you even see now this guy, JP Sears making videos that are super viral, all kind of joking on ultra spiritual. I don't know if you've seen the ultra spiritual videos. Uh, if you haven't, you probably will. And it's like, you know, kind of poking (laughs) fun at ultra spiritual people, you know, and it is a thing. You've got to be very careful not to fall into this sort of, Oh, here's why I'm so spiritual and so much better than you and looking down on you. Oh, you don't know yet. And so I, I'm very, um, you know, conscious of that. And so that's why I constantly say on my show, Hey guys, like this is for me. I need this stuff. You know, we teach best what we most need to learn. I believe mm-hmm. that's a very true statement. And, uh, so for me, it's like, I need this, I need to make this front and center in my consciousness and awareness and not slip back into the illusion and believing the day-to-day grind and all these things that can take us out of our awareness. So, um, yeah, I think that would be, uh, maybe it can be misunderstood sometimes. It's like, oh, this guy's just egomaniacal. Interesting. What have you uh, changed your mind about recently? Oh, wow. That's another good question. Wow. What have I changed my mind about recently? Um, hmm. What have I changed my mind about recently? Uh... You know, one of the places that I'm struggling with right now, and I don't know that I can say I fully changed my mind, but I'm sort of in a state of, I'm not sure is, okay, so I have multiple projects that I'm working on since the asteroid hit last fall. And one of them is uh, in uh, the same space. It's a travel related business with my brother. And, uh, and there's, you know, great potential there. Um, And, but yet, on one hand, it's like, okay, there's all this potential and a lot of financial potential, but is it in line with my highest calling, right? Is it really in line? You know, you can do anything. You just can't do everything. Yeah. And uh, so meanwhile, you know, I'm so passionate about my podcast and I have all these great, you know, exciting plans with positivehead.com. And, you know, I'm really excited to get to working on permanent village infrastructure projects. And there's other, you know, uh, I'm helping my friend with this um, new uh, peer-to-peer marketplace for musicians called Sesh that's about to come out. And uh, so I'm involved with that. So I have these other, you know, projects, but really, you know, the positive head stuff and raising consciousness and, and, um, you know, a book that I'm working on and all these things. So, um, 
I, I kind of am torn. Uh, sometimes I've been thinking to myself, like, here I am spending a lot of my hours in the last few months working on this money making business, right? Uh, but meanwhile, the thing that I'm most passionate about is getting less of my time. And you then you're saying, okay, well, I need to focus on that because the runway financially is dramatically different than it was, you know, and so but am I just doing something out of fear or am what if I just threw caution to the wind and dove full force into this passionate stuff that in, in you know, so it, but at the same time, do I want to abandon something that could lead to, you know, a billion dollar company that then what good could I do with that? And so. When you ask, what, have I changed my mind? There's some fluctuation and I guess some uh, friction there internally about that. And what I've kind of come to the conclusion of is it will reveal itself where and how it, I should uh, proceed in the coming months. I'm going to continue on the path that I'm on, kind of dividing my time as it is now. And then it, I, I know it will become crystal clear whether, yes, this, this one thing that's m less passion and more about financial, you know, windfall <laughs> is something that I should focus on and continue to focus on or nope, you know what, let that go and just focus on what you're ultimately here to do. And that's to help raise consciousness through, you know, positive head and, and the project surrounding that. Well, it definitely sounds like you're on the right path and you're applying the right mindset um, towards that decision making process. So I think wherever you go, I think uh, if, if, if you bring any, any amount of the energy that you've displayed or, or shown over the past hour, then I think you're going to be successful. So um. I'll, be, I'll be something, right? I mean, <laughs> you won't be able to ignore me wherever the hell, even if it's under the bridge next to your house. It's like, who's the crazy guy bantering under the bridge? <laughs> Wasn't that the guy I heard on Harry's podcast like six months yeah, ago? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so last uh, question since we're in turn the tables mode I'm going to turn it one more turn around one more time on you it's uh, 60 seconds right, 60, it. 60 seconds or less Brendan what is the meaning of life oh I love this <laughs> you hit me with my own question the meaning of life is to remember who and what you truly are and to live that to the fullest to live to love to remember and wake up to the divine truth of your soul and your being. You are literally love incarnate and you have everything at your disposal. Remember it and, you know, all is literally one. Act accordingly. Well, that's a fantastic way to end this interview. A fantastic way for us to enter this weekend. Um, I, I, I'm really buzzing right now. I had a, this is an amazing conversation, and I was I was looking forward to it, and it, and it delivered on all fronts. So thank you so much for for making the time, wow. and and thanks for sharing the space with me, Harry. It's such an honor to uh, share, and I so appreciate you reaching out to uh, talk to me. And uh, yeah, keep doing what you're doing, man. And if there's anything I can ever do for you, let me know. Not because I'm such a great guy, because I'm selfish, the good kind of selfish. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the best place for, for folks to track you down? You know, the best way is probably through the website. Um, you know, of course, the podcast, as, you, as we've mentioned a few times, is the Positive Head podcast and uh, positivehead.com. Um, you know, I'm Brandon at positivehead.com. If you want to email me or drop a line through uh, the site, say hi. And uh, yeah, that's probably the best. Of course, I'm on, you know, uh, social social media, Facebook mostly. And um, yeah, so you can reach me on there as well. And yeah, I love I love connecting, man. It's it's such a it's such a pleasure to connect with with any and everyone, you know, who's, who's resonating, right? 
Well, best of luck and uh, thanks again. And I'm looking forward to getting caught up on some of the more recent episodes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Harry. I appreciate you, man. All right. So what'd you think? Are you buzzing? I mean, I, I mean, I was. How can you not be? How can you not have this like positive vibe going on after that conversation? Uh, like I mentioned at the top of the show, we were hitting it off so well. And I think that's the type of interaction that you should look to have with your guests on your show, whether you're bringing them on, whether you're interviewing them, whether they're your co-host, or even if you can infuse that energy when you have a solo show and you've got your your listener in your mind when you're having that conversation, there's nothing that, that says you can't have that same type of interaction. And so that's my challenge to you this week is to have an interaction with someone that is at the level that you heard uh, in this conversation with Brandon. And if you're not clear about what that was, go back and listen to it again and you'll, you'll pick up what we're putting down. But do that. Do that this week. Have a conversation with a loved one, a spouse, a family member, your child, your coworker, a stranger. Someone you meet on your commute, someone you meet in the streets. Just try to have this positive, no agenda interaction, even if it's for 30 seconds. It doesn't have to be an hour long conversation like we had. And if it is, then all the better for it. But I want to see how that changes your day. And I want to use this great conversation as a jumping off point for that. So. You usually don't get a lot of homework from me, but this week you've got some. And let me know how it goes. So we'll we'll have um, if if you are doing this, I don't want to overcomplicate the, the the hashtags here, but if you are doing this, just tag me at podcast junkies and hashtag positivity challenge, and then let me know what you did. This episode is brought to you by CastSource, and they're having, speaking of positivity, a positive experience with me and with the, what, the, what I'm able to offer my clients. They're specifically targeted at podcasters, and they can take your audio and transform it into a transcription. What's awesome about CastSource is that they can customize the output. So if you want an HTML, you want a PDF, you want it just a plain text file, or if you've got a special format that you want um, because you're going to share it with your guests, which is something that we do as well, they can do that for you. They've got a 24 to 48 hour turnaround and competitive rates. So if you order more, you get reduced pricing. Head on over, head on over to podcastjunkies.com slash CastSource, C-A-S-T-S-O-U-R-C-E. Positively speaking, we are also a member of Podcastica. I wonder if any of you have checked out the shows there. They've got some really fantastic uh, content. They, they like there's someone else. They's me. They's us. We've got great shows over there. We've got uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. We've got Ron Dawson's show. We've got Morgan Dix's show on meditation. You should check them out. And if you have, let me know. Because I want to know that uh, this is reaching you or this is encouraging you to try out um, 
a new show and something, you know, get out of your comfort zone. Um, Game of Microphones is having a fantastic series. I'm really paying a, a lot of attention to that because uh, I'm addicted to Game of Thrones. Fear of the Walking Dead. It's just uh, interesting shows and something to check out when your queue is uh, a little empty. So do that. The music is provided by Cedar and Soil, cedarsoil.com. Check out the great music that George is producing. And if any of you have checked out the songs and you've got feedback on that, let me know. This is like the feedback episode. <laughs> but yeah, in general, like whenever I talk about something here and, and it resonates with you, it's nice if uh, you let me know that that worked for you. Um, as always, subscribe to the show and uh, the retention hashtag... Uh, sorry, one more thing on the subscriptions. I know that uh, I always push folks towards iTunes, but um, I'm wondering uh, if there's folks that are using Google Play as well because I've been making sure that that's uh, a link for the show as well. And I think it's going to be a bigger deal. There's been some news uh, in the podcasting world recently um, because Midroll just bought Stitcher and some podcasters are up in arms about that because I think they, uh, they're going to completely ruin the experience because uh, the audio on Stitcher hasn't always been that good and obviously since Midroll's an advertising company they're going to be jamming ads down people's throats it should be interesting to see how that plays out but for Android uh, it was typically always Stitcher and then when Google Play came in it was pushing people to Google Play Music now maybe Stitcher's back in the game so a lot of interesting things happening in the podcasting world oh yeah the retention hashtag let's go with positive Brandon B-A-R-N-D-O-N and tag myself, podcast underscore junkies, and Brandon at positive underscore head. Two underscored Twitter handles. Last but not least, I'm going to try out something called this week's ask. <laughs> and as I say that, it's funny because I've already asked you to do like 10 things. So I'll, I'll be more focused with that in the future. But in terms of supporting the show, um, I know I typically talk a lot about uh, rating, reviewing, subscribing, et cetera, et cetera. The one link I will ask you to visit if you haven't done so already is one that we have on the website called uh, Affiliates. So head on over to podcastjunkies.com slash affiliates. And uh, it's a, a link to a lot of the services that we use and or I have used in the past. And because they're affiliate links, if you do decide to use them at no extra charge to you, they provide some support for the show, which is greatly appreciated. And of course, if you buy things on Amazon and use that Amazon link, that helps out too. So any and all of the above is a great way to keep the positivity flowing because that's the theme for this episode. Hope you guys have a fantastic week and I had a blast with this conversation and I hope I can't wait to hear what uh, you respond back with uh, your interactions in the realm of positivity and you're going to see how dramatically it's going to change your day. And uh, I'm excited. I love you guys. Talk to you next week. <laughs>